pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome. It's a Tuesday edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. We are presented to you by our friends over there at Fantasy Draft. Thanks so much to them for putting their name on this very show. And we thank you for going out there and supporting the sponsors. Big shout out to Capri uh, last week. Of course, we ran that promo for the uh, Friday Night GPP. And uh, he finished, I think, in the uh, top five, I think maybe third. So uh, there was, I think, three guys who uh, entered that contest who put their name in on the comment section who beat me, three or four of you. And, uh, of course, we're going to hook you up with tickets. But Capri with the big winner, so he gets the swag pack. Thanks a bunch for playing. We'll be doing that on occasion here on the podcast. And if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, make sure you head on over there. Click through our links and uh, and check them out. I'm telling you what, lots of rake-free head-to-head games each and every day. And again, if you're a newer user over there, they actually have their head-to-head games uh, broken up by beginner, intermediate, or expert. So therefore, if you're kind of new, you want to try it out, you don't have to worry about playing the uh, people who have been grinding over on that site all season long. So uh, definitely check them out. Of course, this weekend, uh, or I should say tonight, uh, their home run contest returns. Golf is back again this week. Again, try and qualify into that uh, big uh, PGA Championship live final. Their next queue is going to be happening during the uh, U.S. Open. So uh, the golf product, a lot of fun over there on Fantasy Draft. We thank them for putting their name on the show. Good job, guys, uh, and thank you for playing as well. We're going to hit up the slate here today in just a moment. A couple of things we got to tell you about since I missed yesterday's show. Thanks to Mangone and uh, Josh for uh, pinch hitting for me uh, on the podcast. But uh, two things we got to talk about, both actually related to FanDuel today. First off, our single entry series. We have uh, brought it back for year number two. And if you haven't played in this one, uh, there's no reason not to because it's just single entry contests that are going to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit larger than normal. But what we're doing is we're adding the competitive component to it over a week. And uh, therefore, you play all week long. We're going to take your four best scores, we're going to have a leaderboard over on Roto Grinders, and then if you are at the top of the leaderboard after this week, um, 
through playing only in this single entry series contest, then you're going to win a trip to Chicago to play for $30,000 and compete in another single entry contest versus the other weekly winners. We're going to run this, I believe it's for six weeks we've got this going on, and every week is going to be a different buy-in level. So this week, uh, I believe it's, what, two bucks. Then we go to 5, 10, 25, 50, and 100. I believe that's the uh, rundown for it. So uh, some weeks, you know, are probably going to obviously fit into your budget, like this week, maybe the next couple of weeks. And then, you know, maybe when it goes up to the uh, 50 or $100, it doesn't, um, but that's fine. You know, we wanted to have something for everyone. But if you uh, want to play it this week, again, you only need four scores to qualify. So if you missed yesterday, don't worry about it. You got all week long to find that contest, and again, those leaderboard uh, standings should update uh, each and every morning for you. So, a lot of fun. We thank FanDuel for doing this again. All this uh, $30,000 is just added value to this contest. It's not just additional rake that's put in, and uh, you know, we at Roto Grinders are pumped to be able to kind of host the uh, the leaderboard and and promote single entry games. I know a lot of people love single entry. Well, here's your chance to really support them and uh, check that out. We'll be running that uh, over the next couple months uh, on FanDuel. So that's a good good thing and one of my favorite tournaments that we run each and every. I can't qualify for the live final, but I do pretty much play in all those single entry contests. And that's the cool thing too. There's no actual work that needs to be done by you. All you simply do is just play in the game and then we tally everything up. So you don't have to, you know, register your name anywhere or anything like that. Just check in on that leaderboard and uh, pretty pretty cool little thing that we have going with them. And then uh, I got to give some more kudos to FanDuel as well. Uh, they came back with their golf product today. And, you know, I don't think it's split. I think there's a handful of people who thought that FanDuel's golf product was unique and they kind of liked the uniqueness of it. But I have a tough time believing that anybody who is a serious DFS player really thought that that setup that they had was like the best, the ideal, the best setup they could come up with. Uh, and honestly, I think it drove a lot of people away. And it did me, it did a lot of other people I talked to. And they changed things up. And now the FanDuel golf product is eight golfers that you have to select under the salary cap. And that's it. So no more round one, round two, and no more round three, round four. Uh, everything is trying to get eight golfers through the cut, which is going to be very difficult. You have six over on DraftKings, and you uh, typically see, I think it was like 10 to 15% most weeks you see make the cut. So I would be guessing, or would get six of six through. So I'd be guessing you'll see less than 5% actually get eight of eight in any sort of GPPs out there. But what I, the reason why I think this was so good is that uh, the previous iteration of this game made the cash games on FanDuel pretty unplayable because you had just incredible overlap because there was one strategy that was the right strategy to use in cash games, and that's punt your first four players for rounds one and two because the downside of rostering them was small. Um, and the upside of rostering a good player for rounds three and four that make the uh, make the cut are great. So therefore, what you ran into was everybody having major overlap in their lineups, especially in 3-4, because everybody was rostering the Dustin Johnsons, the Sergio Garcias, the Jordan Spieths, all the big name guys out there. So 
uh, even though they were larger rosters, it wasn't necessarily like you had a, uh, uh, a a lot of differential between players. You had ownership levels in the 30s, 50s, 80% sometimes. Uh, it seemingly every cash game that I played head-to-head-wise, I had three or four guys that were identical over there in the uh, in the three four range because everybody used the same strategy because it was the right strategy. I think in GPPs, what they kind of put out there definitely had some game theory to it, but it literally killed a whole brand of game in my estimation over there. So they made the right call here because uh, let me ask you this: if you liked one two three four, are you suddenly not going to play the eight golfer thing? I don't think so. But I do think there was a lot of people who were like, I don't like this one, two, three, four um, round selection idea. I'm not going to play it. Who will now come back and play it? And I think that that was the smart move and good job by them to uh, look at their product, take the feedback that they got from a lot of users, just not myself, and uh, decided to make a change. So uh, I'm going to support them this week and play a little bit over there as well uh, to kind of say, hey, you know what? You made the right call when sites do things right. That's kind of how I support them is with my wallet. And I think they did it right with their uh, revamping of their golf products. So uh, just kudos to them for that. And uh, of course, golf content really gets motoring here. It's weird. You know, yesterday was a, a holiday. So today feels like a Monday, but it's actually a Tuesday. So uh, look for all the great golf content here. Grinders Live tonight. Uh, we've got the shot in the arm by the Tour Junkies. Their podcast as well comes out today. So we're loaded up with uh, golf stuff here over the next two days. And you better follow Notorious and STL Cardinals. Those guys are running straight fire in golf uh, right now. Uh, Noto killed it last week. Cards, I think, finished third in the big one on DraftKings a week ago. So uh, those guys definitely on a heater. So take some of their advice this week as you build your own lineups. Uh, All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it in terms of the industry news. Let's get to this Tuesday night slate in Daily Fantasy Baseball. And uh, obviously, we'll be looking at uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft salaries today. FanDuel is pretty easy if you're using a pitcher today. Uh, I can't find any reason not to play Chris Sale. I mean, this guy has been uh, an outstanding, outstanding pitcher so far this season, and he's only 11-7. If he was like 12-9, 13-2, something like that on FanDuel, you know, maybe you could make a a case to, to try and get some big bats in there. And yeah, for GPPs, there's going to be some reason maybe not to use him. But any sort of cash format on FanDuel today, and pretty much Fantasy Draft and DraftKings, Chris Sale, I think, should be in your lineup here against the Chicago White Sox. Now, the White Sox are pretty good versus left-handed pitching, but we've just got major narratives here with Sale going against his former team. And, you know, there was a little bit of fallout. Wasn't there the whole scissors gate where uh, he ended up chopping up jerseys with the White Sox because he didn't like the alternative jersey, so he took uh, uh, took scissors to them or some crazy thing like that. And um, the White Sox bats, I mean, yeah, better versus lefties, but still not great. Uh, he pretty much checks every single box you're going to want tonight. A super strong road favorite at, what, like minus 170. So, you know, if your projection model is not popping uh, Chris Sale as your top pitching option today, then, well, you might want to revamp that model because uh, I see him getting it done here tonight. Uh, but the real question is, who do we pair with him on Fantasy Draft and DraftKings? And I think that's a tough, tough question 
to consider today. So uh, let's go through it. I think I think the most popular option today uh, is going to be Barrios for the um, for the Minnesota Twins. I mean, Jose Barrios this season. You look at his numbers, uh, pretty freaking solid when, when you consider a 166 ERA. You've got a K rate of uh, nine per uh, nine innings, so about a K an inning so far this year. Um, you know, the FIP is all right at 3.77. The XFIP a little bit elevated at 4.02 versus uh, an ERA of 1.06. Uh, but I think that there is definitely some major regression going to happen with him very, very soon. Uh, the batting average balls in play so far this season. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen one this low through 21 innings, but one point or, or 0.106 is the batting average balls in play. And that is astronomically low. That basically means that he is getting some of the greatest luck any pitcher has, has had uh, in terms of where the ball is being hit, and it's going right to the defenders. Sooner or later, some of those balls that uh, are going right to defenders are not going to go to defenders, and people are going to start getting on base. And when that happens, um, we'll see if Barrios can keep it together. You know, last year, the big problem were the walks. You know, he averaged, uh, what, five walks per nine this season. He's at 1.66. And I think we're, uh, you know, I'll be curious to see the umpire on today. If it's not a pitcher-friendly umpire, I th- I just think that some of these numbers are going to regress. I know that BABIP is going to regress. I know the left-on-base percentage at 100% is going to regress. So uh, I think that this game against Houston is a little bit interesting because the Houston bats are definitely heating up tonight. So I think he's going to be popular tonight, and I don't think I'm going to use him tonight maybe is a one-off but I that doesn't really make a, a lot of sense because I usually like the one-offs uh for starting pitchers which aren't going to be popular and uh, I'll be very curious to see where his ownership projection kind of checks in at uh because 14-4 on fantasy draft uh over on FanDuel he's 8-6 on DraftKings he's even cheaper at 7-3 I think he's going to be chalk over there on DraftKings and uh, against Houston, I think it's going to come crashing down sooner rather than later for Jose Barrios. So uh, I'm not really on him tonight. I think he's uh, he's going to be uh, a fade for me. So uh, my three guys that I'm looking at uh, are Robbie Ray against Pittsburgh. But there are concerns here with Ray as well. You know, he has been dynamite so far this season. His, uh, his K rate is at, uh, what, 29.8% so far this season. So Robbie Ray has been uh, been just absolutely fantastic this year. His numbers on the road has been basically untouchable uh, with a .81 ERA, a 1.98 WOBA, the average against a 132. He's basically allowed, what, three earned runs in the last 33 innings away from Chase Field. Uh, but some of those numbers, again, I think are going to turn a little bit. I mean, if you look at even last season, you didn't have huge extreme home and road splits. ERA, five and a half uh, at home, four and a half on the road. So it was a full run, 
but not like we've seen this year where there's like a six-run spread between it. So uh, I do think that uh, that is going to swing at some point in time. I don't know if this K rate is overly sustainable. And the one thing that scares me really to death here with Robbie Ray tonight, and the reason why I'm not really going all in on him as an SP2, is he actually is the largest hard contact rate out of any pitcher on the slate tonight. Uh, with a 44.8% hard contact rate. So that means that people are making, obviously, a lot of hard contact. More times than not, that's going to result, uh, I think, in in big hits. And the thing about that is that's not uncommon for strikeout pitchers to have a pretty decent hard contact rate. But I didn't expect it to be to this magnitude here today. So that is a little bit worrisome for me uh, with Robbie Ray tonight. Obviously, this lineup uh, for Pittsburgh, I think there's a couple of one-off guys that we'll talk about that you can play today. But, you know, they're certainly not lefty mashers by any measure, pretty much middle of the road. So I think I'm intrigued about him. I think I'll have him in my player pool tonight, but I don't think he is going to be like a slam dunk option, and there is some risk to it. Uh, the two guys that I, I feel like I'm going to be going to more than uh, those, uh, before, more than him, is going to be out there in San Francisco with Jeff Samarja and maybe a little Gio Gonzalez. The problem I have with Gio is he's not cheap enough. If he was cheaper uh, than Samarja, I would you know, way cheaper than Samarja, I'd just roll him out there. But you look on DraftKings, Samarja is at 8.9 versus Geo's at 8.7. Uh, so I'll take the home pitcher between those two, especially the guy with a little bit uh, greater K upside. Now, Samarja has been outstanding recently. I mean, you look at his DraftKings production over the uh, the last few games, and he's been at... Uh, let's see, on DraftKings, it is 21, 30, 23, 15, 38. Those are his last five starts. So, you know, got off to a little bit of a rough start, but pitched well on the road at Chicago, which isn't an easy matchup. Uh, on the road at St. Louis, at home against Cincinnati, all pretty solid options, uh, and even on the road against the Dodgers. So he's been on the road four of his last five starts, and uh, he's done pretty well. Now he goes back home, and uh, I think that's a little bit uh, more beneficial to him more times than not. So far this season, the ERA about a whole run less, the Woba about 10 points less at home than on the road. Obviously, you have a very spacious ballpark. You've got colder temperatures. And uh, I think it sets up pretty well for him. Now, my lone concern here is that we've got an angry Washington team after the hijinks that happened yesterday. Uh, Samarja obviously was involved himself, and he hasn't been great against lefties. A 384 Woba allowed, and when you've got Bryce Harper and you've got Daniel Murphy in this lineup, again, I think there's definitely some risk. It's not like Washington is a bad offensive team by any measure. They're one of the best in the league, but he's also going to be facing two of the best left-handed bats uh, in baseball today against in, in Harper and Murphy. If for whatever reason, those guys wouldn't be in the lineup. Uh, I'd be all over Samarja. I mean, I don't see them sitting Bryce Harper after what happened yesterday, but who knows? Um, but I think Samarja, with when you consider ballpark factor, the Nationals run implied run total under four. That's not something you see particularly often today. He's the guy that I'm looking at uh, 
And then Geo on the other side, they don't have a problem with either. I think San Francisco's bats are not very good. Uh, Geo's last start was great, but it came against a Seattle team that has just been so bad versus left-handed pitching that was in such a rut that I just don't believe that he's going to kind of match what we saw there. So advantage Samarjo when you kind of com compare salaries. Uh, some other names out there just to be a little bit careful with tonight. Jay Happ is a really strong favorite, but only had about a 65 pinch pitch rehab assignment last time out. They're saying he's probably going to be about 75 to 80 pitches today max. He might pick up a win today, might be a low salary, not a horrible pitcher overall, but he's also a guy who's not going to pitch deep into the game, so be prepared for that. I think that's why I can't really consider him tonight. Severino, I don't mind him a little bit, but there's definitely some uh, weather risk, it appears, in this game. Baltimore at home is a little bit of a less of a situation that I want to deal with. Uh, Michael Waka, you throw his last start out, he's been good, but his last start came against the same Dodgers team, so... Uh, if you think he can overcome that, he's a guy to consider. But when you, but the other thing I, I often say is, uh, if teams are facing the same team consecutive starts, I believe the advantage goes to the hitters in that one. A little bit more familiarity with that pitcher in in recent times gives them the edge. I'm not really stacking the Dodgers side here against Michael Walker, but uh, I think that's a big enough question mark for him uh, to to maybe not play him. Um, Verlander against the Royals. Typically, I'd say yes. I'll be curious to see what the line comes in at this one at because we've got Scogland likely pitching for the Royals here today. So, you know, if he comes in at a really strong favorite, he could be a nice uh, alternative over there on FanDuel. But historically, Kansas City has really hit him well. So uh, I don't think this is a guy that I'm looking to really spend that much up on uh, when you've already are spending on Chris Sale. So uh, I think price is going to be the problem there. Eddie Butler out there with uh, in San Diego. Good ballpark to pitch in. I just don't think Eddie Butler is very good. Strikeout upside is very limited with him. And, uh, you know, Kyle Hendricks, he pitched actually pretty well outside of giving up a grand slam yesterday. Uh, but Butler, not a very, you know, particularly strong favorite tonight considering it's the Cubs offense, which I know has not been particularly great this year. Uh, so I'm probably not going there. So, a lot of question marks for that SP2. I think it's Jeff Samarja, uh, my number one. Probably Robbie Ray, number two. And uh, we'll throw Gio Gonzalez, uh, number three. So there you go. That's my outlook for starting pitching tonight. Going to be a tough one, uh, that is for sure. All right, let's get to the bats here today. We're going to kind of break it down uh, position by position. Remember, if you're playing on Fantasy Draft, no need to roster catchers today. But if you're on FanDuel, that's obviously something you have to do. DraftKings, that's something you have to do today. And again, if I'm not going to play uh, Barrios tonight, then I'm not going to be afraid to potentially use bats against Barrios tonight. And uh, Evan Gaddis at 3,100 against him looks pretty solid tonight with a 335 Wobus so far this season versus right-handed pitching. And you just love the upside that he kind of brings you at that position. Might be tough to pay up to that amount um, today based on, you know, having Chris Sale. So we're going to kind of dig around for some value out there. But uh, he's very playable even on DraftKings tonight. He's only, what, 3,500 over on DK, so a reasonable enough salary for him. If you wanted to go to McCann instead, he's even cheaper. So both those two uh, guys I have my eye on tonight. 
uh, for sure. Uh, I think Cameron Rupp against Justin Nicolino so far this season, a 437 weighted OBA, a 312 average versus left-handed pitching and an ISO of 282. So he swings with some power versus lefties. Nicolino's a guy I'm not afraid to necessarily go and get some exposure to. So I like Cameron Rupp today as a one-off. Um, full disclosure on Fantasy Draft, I don't see me using a catcher today just because I don't think we need to. But if you did... It could be time to go back to Martin Maldonado again. I gave you him on Friday as that uh, 4K crapper kind of punt option. And lo and behold, he hit a home run, and he gets Bartolo Colon tonight. And uh, this kid, uh, again, home runs in uh, two of his last four games, hits in uh, three of his last four overall, and you can't get a much better matchup. And again, on Fantasy Draft, where those floors can really be beneficial when you find guys who are that true minimum. Uh, he is at 4K. Again, if he's at 6K, we're not playing him. If he's at 5K, we're probably not playing him. But 2100 on DraftKings and 4K on Fantasy Draft uh, with a big-time, big, high-dollar starting pitcher, you can make a case for uh, potentially having him in your lineups today. Uh, and one other guy, Austin Hedges today against, uh, Eddie Butler, a, a guy I don't mind rolling out there again, pretty strong numbers versus right-handed pitching 106 at bats this season with a 300 Woba and an ISO pretty strong at 226. So definitely hitting with some power here today. Uh, and, uh, and I don't hate Jeff Bandy versus the youngster Tyler Pill as well, um, tonight if he's batting maybe sixth in the lineup. So, uh, there you go. That's my uh, take at catcher. Let's move on to first base. And if you're playing on FanDuel today, I think uh, Eric Thames against Mr. Pill is going to be a really popular option because his price has finally started to plummet. It's 3100 and uh, he's still you know, sporting a 394 Woba versus right-handed pitching and a 272 um, ISO. So he is definitely looking like a very strong play tonight. Uh, at first base, particularly on FanDuel. Am I playing 4600 for him on DraftKings or going to get him on Fantasy Draft? Probably not. But uh, on uh, FanDuel in particular, he's a guy that stands out. Uh, a guy that I think is going to be playable on FanDuel or on DraftKings Fantasy Draft is Danny Valencia tonight. Only 3600 over on uh, on. DraftKings tonight, and I believe he's in the 7K range over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Valencia, you know, typically he's been a guy that we roster versus lefties, and let me see if I can't get this up over the last two seasons here. Uh, so far this season, the numbers are really good, and uh, yeah, 391 Woba, 312 average against lefties over the last two years. He gets Tyler Anderson in Coors. He just feels too cheap for anybody playing in Coors Field tonight, so uh, I think we can roll him out very comfortably as a pretty, you know, top flight option tonight. Uh, Matt Adams, if you want power against Parker Bridwell, he's a guy to consider at 2.6 on FanDuel. Looks like 3.4 over on DK. I don't love him in this. I just don't think Bridwell's actually that bad of a, a starting pitcher today. So I don't think he's a must play today. Tournament one off. He gives you the power. But if I can get Valencia and Coors for cheaper, I'm going to do that. The guy that uh, I'm really looking at today is uh, Justin S uh, Smoke going against Asher Wojciechowski of Cincinnati. And Smoke has really been seeing the ball uh, well. 
uh, recently. There's no question about it. He's coming off a, a month here where he's had the most home runs of his entire career. And the Jays looking to score a whole bunch of uh, runs tonight. You know, he's you got to make the choice between him and Kendrys Morales. And I'm going to pick Justin Smoke today, a very reasonable salary. I think 72 over on draft or on fantasy draft, 3,800 over on DraftKings, and this Wojciechowski guy is not a big prospect. He's been in the minors for seven years on four different teams, and now he's going to walk into, uh, uh, you know, the Toronto out there. The uh, Is it the Superdome? And No, the Superdome is down in, in whatever. We're just going to call it uh, the Dome out there in Skydome. That's the one. I know it's not called Skydome anymore. It's Rogers Center, but will always be Skydome to me. Um, but I definitely think Justin Smoke, a nice value option today. You're going to want to find guys under 4K if you can. He kind of fits the bill um, there. Will Myers, intriguing on DraftKings at 4100 Too expensive on FanDuel today at 38 uh, If you want to pick on Bartolo, it's been a really good thing to do this season, particularly these road starts. Uh, Pools could be in play there. He's 2900 more on FanDuel today. Then I think uh, DraftKings or Fantasy Draft, but uh, could be an under 3K option for you over there. Uh, all right, let's. If you need a major punt, Sam Travis back in the lineup again against the lefty at 2.2K for the Red Sox. Quintana, who's not a bad pitcher. I'm not picking on Quintana, but if you need a 2.2 crapper, then there you go. Uh, second base today, one of my favorite uh, options on the slate. Doesn't matter where you're playing, Rugnet Odor going against Matt Andres. It is that time of year where it's getting hot, the dew points up, home runs are going to start happening in Odor. He's only 2800 on FanDuel. He is uh, looking like uh, 3700 over on DraftKings. And I believe on Fantasy Draft, he's like 7200 So he really falls into that kind of $7,200 range that you're looking for. And uh, I, I love him tonight. I think this is a great spot for him. He's got uh, hits in... Let's see, uh, 12 of his last 13 games. Uh, he has 15 extra base hits on the season. All of them have come versus righties. And from a pricing perspective, he really fits today. So love me some Rugned Odur uh, tonight at second base. Uh, other options for you, I mean, Dan Daniel Murphy is cheap on, on FanDuel at 3.4. We talked about Samarja's struggles with lefties. If you're not playing him and on FanDuel, you certainly don't have to. You can make Murph Goat pretty much work today with Chris Sale. Could be hedging from site to site. Uh, you're obviously not rolling him out there in any Samarja lineups on Fantasy Draft or DraftKings, but he's really priced up over there. But on FanDuel, you get a, uh, a pretty solid um, savings on him. Uh, Brian Dozier versus Michael Fires. I love him for tournaments tonight, but he's not going to fit, I think, in many people's cash build because he's really expensive. But, you know, Michael Fires has been giving up three and a half home runs per nine innings this season to right-handed pitching. He has been dreadful. I mean, beyond dreadful. And uh, obviously, Brian Dozier's a righty. So uh, I love Dozier. Uh, I just don't see it working well today with the build that we're going to have with expensive pitching and Chris Sale out there. So on FanDuel, play him in your stacks. If you want to stack Alaka against uh, against Michael Fires tonight with right-handed bats, it's probably made people a lot of money this season, um, and I'm fine with that. But you know, you're probably not going to be able to get Chris Sale in there to do that. Uh, the only other guy I'm kind of interested in here could be D. Gordon today. 
uh, in particular on FanDuel. Uh, he's been playing pretty well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits in eight of his last nine. Actually, eight consecutive games because there was a day where he uh, did not start but came in as a pinch runner. And what do we know about uh, Mr. Velasquez? He sometimes has trouble finding that strike zone. And if that's the case, we've got a guy in D. Gordon who can go on and certainly steal bases here tonight. So uh, I like D. Gordon uh, from that perspective. And again, he's hitting the ball pretty well back at the top of that lineup. So uh, at 3K on FanDuel, he's a fine alternative. I like Odor better, but if you wanted to mix it up a little bit, uh, there's your alternative. Okay, let's get over to third base tonight. And we're loaded up with top plays over at third base. Uh if you're playing on FanDuel, I, I don't know how you don't play Miguel Sano at 3,500 against Michael Fires. Uh, he is a really good player, and, well, Michael Fires is terrible, like we said. 12 home runs in 19 innings to right-handed hitters this season, and you've got Miguel Sano, who is uh, making hard contact 55% of his time against right-handed pitching. That's a lot. So he won't be overlooked on FanDuel. In fact, he'll be chalk on FanDuel. DraftKings, though, so many different plays for you to potentially roll out there that maybe on that site he could be somebody who's uh, who gets overlooked a little bit. Uh, you've got Longoria, who's starting to get a little bit more locked in at the plate. Uh, you know, Nick Martinez is a gas can. That ballpark is going to yield a ton of runs today. Uh 3,100 on FanDuel, 30, uh, it looks like 4K over on DraftKings. He is a guy to keep your eye on just a little bit. Uh, let's see, a few other players for us at third base. Uh, Kyle Seeger, uh, you know, he's only 4K on DraftKings tonight. You know, 4,100 on FanDuel makes it a tight squeeze, but on DraftKings and more even on Fantasy Draft, because on Fantasy Draft you can play Sano and Seeger even together, and uh, Seager over there, I believe he is like 8K. Let me just double-check on that. Uh, 7,600, so way too cheap over there. He's almost a plug-and-play over on Fantasy Draft tonight out there in Coors Field, and you're like, lefty on lefty. Well, he's, you know, this season he has not been particularly great versus lefties. Before his career, he's been all right, and there's not a better player or better time for that to turn than uh, than out here in Coors Field today. So I'm not afraid to use him. Uh, Danilison Lamette was awesome in his first start for San Diego. Chris Bryant, though, is I think went played college ball down there in San Diego. So he's got a little homecoming there. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him take one deep. And the Cubs are a sneaky stack tonight. They're not playing great baseball but they're also playing a young pitcher who has had control problems in the minor leagues. We didn't really see too much of it in his last start, but uh, this is going to be, I mean, that stadium was packed up. There were tons of Cubs fans. The The Cubs, you know, they really draw on the road. So this is a huge start for Lamette. And uh, I think that, you know, things could turn ugly here in a hurry if he starts walking people. And the Cubs, even yesterday, had some real opportunities Um against Cozart and couldn't convert, you know, suddenly this team just didn't forget how to hit. It's going to turn for them. I'm not sure it's tonight in Petco, but I think they're an intriguing stack. If I'm running five different stacks out there, I'll have a Cubs stack just because uh, the pitcher can lose it very, very quickly here. 
Uh, let's see. Joey Gallo went yard yesterday. Matt Andres, uh, lefty-righty matchup. Again, great GPP option, a 280 ISO over the last couple seasons against right-handed pitching. So he's fine. Nolan Arenado, obviously, against Miranda is going to be more than fine. And Josh Donaldson's going to get going here eventually. He hasn't really hit the ball well from since his return. He's only 3,600 over on FanDuel. Could be a interesting pivot off of Sano, who's going to garner just massive, massive ownership. But I feel like uh, Donaldson has a home run in him and uh, wouldn't shock me tonight to kind of see it happen. The $4,600 tag on DraftKings, $8,800 on Fantasy Draft. Hard to roll him as a one-off there, but on FanDuel, you can make the case, I think. Uh, all right, let's go over to shortstop. And uh, the guy who I think I'm going to be using a lot today because I'm hoping he's leading off, and I know he's really, really cheap, and that's Alan Cordoba there for the San Diego Padres. You need to find some punt options, no better spot than shortstop, and why not roll a guy who's got hits in six consecutive games, multi-hits in three of those, and yeah, you know, the fantasy output isn't great. He's not super fast on the base pass. He does have the ability to steal, but doesn't do it a lot, um, but more than anything, he's going to get at-bats, and he's cheap, 2300 on FanDuel. He is 26 on DraftKings and 52 on Fantasy Draft. So you look for those cheap guys. He certainly is. So I like Mr. Cordoba a good bit today. Uh, Trevor Story uh, maybe starting to get a little bit more healthy. Had a home run uh, this weekend. Gets Ariel Miranda at home. And you're getting a guy in Coors for under 4K with some power. So he's 3,500 on FanDuel tonight. Um, probably not playing him on DraftKings. Uh, Trey Turner against Jeff Samarja. Again, not a great season. A little sophomore slump maybe for Trey Turner, but uh, definitely some upside there. Probably not where I'm going tonight. I think I'd probably rather punt this position because you're going to need to or um, roll a guy out like uh, Cordoba. We saw Tulo finally go yard yesterday. It's been a while since he's done that. In fact, I think only the second home run that he's hit this season, Grand Slam. Uh, I'm not chasing the two low points tonight because I'm not sure that he's totally back tonight. So uh, I'd probably almost rather have an Elvis Andrews hitting near the top of that lineup for Texas, who should be uh, on their way to scoring a handful of runs tonight. Uh, and if you're into some BVP, I think Didi Gregorius, pretty good numbers against Chris Tillman. But not cheap, uh, 3200 over there on FanDuel tonight. Uh, on DraftKings, he's 4100 Fantasy Draft, he's uh, 8K. D.D. Gregorius, yeah, I know. He's just been, uh, you know, see, that number seems out of whack. So uh, if you're stacking up some Yankees, have him. But I don't think he's a one-off tonight. All right, let's get to the outfield position today where you've got uh, a red-hot J.D. Martinez going against Scoglin tonight, and he's only 3500 over there on FanDuel. Justin Upton as well. Price has not jumped on those guys. So on FanDuel in particular, yes, DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, they the price has kind of caught up with them a little bit. They're definitely not plug-and plays over there. Uh, Nelson Cruz gets a lefty in the ballpark that I believe yields the most home runs in baseball. So that feels like a pretty good spot for him. You might want to consider throwing him in a lineup or two today. Uh, but we need to find some value for you because, well, it's, uh, you know, we want to spend up. So uh, Cole Calhoun against Bartolo Colon. Calhoun's kind of been disappointing so far this season, but Colon has been much, 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 much worse. 
his fast food and Diet Coke love has finally caught up with him, and so have the numbers. So he's a guy I definitely want to pick on today with some uh, outfielders. Uh, let's see, a few other names for me that uh, I am looking at today in the outfield. Uh, hold on. Looking, looking, looking. Oh, here's one for you. He made my video. I'm doing the video for Bobby Fye today, who's out of the country. I think if you're playing on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, I know I said I like Robbie Ray, but I don't hate Andrew McCutcheon today. He's only 3,200 over on DraftKings, and he's starting to get going again. He's going to be super low-owned. Uh, 479 Woba, four home runs this season against left-handed pitching. And as I talked about, you know, Ray has been incredible on the road. But if you think that the wheels are going to fall off him eventually, then this isn't a bad guy to kind of take as a one-off. Again, I don't think I'm stacking. Uh, actually, I know I'm not stacking Pittsburgh tonight, but I don't think McCutcheon for a low-dollar option in the outfield today is the worst play on the board today. 3200 is just way, way, way too cheap. Uh, let's see. A few other options for us. Uh, again, you can go to the outfielders out there in Coors Field and feel pretty comfortable with them. Nomar Mazzara, really nice game for him uh, yesterday. He's had five hits over the last two games, including three extra base hits. So uh, if you want to roll him out there, I don't mind that one bit. Uh, let's see. Springer, you know, seems all or nothing. Probably not going there outside of a Houston stack tonight. Um... That's probably all I'm really looking at today. Let's see. If you want to go against Bartolo, I mean, guys like Cameron Mabin are are interesting, but he's not all that cheap. Uh, I did kind of bypass Luis Valbuena a little bit. He had a home run yesterday. Could be starting to get a little bit hot with the bat here. So uh, he's a guy who uh, is cheap, another cheap option for you over at third base. Might have some multi-positional eligibility around. Um, stacks today, let's kind of rate them out for you in terms of uh, who I like the most. I think the Rangers against Matt Andrees, intriguing to me. The Rays, obviously, against Nick Martinez. I didn't talk about a lot of those guys because they're really, really expensive. Uh, maybe a Steven Souza. I mean, Corey Dickerson's great, but, man, it's pricey price tag on him tonight. Uh, Rockies against Ariel Miranda should absolutely uh, rake. The Toronto Blue Jays versus Wojciechowski makes some sense tonight. Uh, my contrarian stacks for you are going to be uh, Houston against Berrios today and the Cubs against Danilison Lamette. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, who I'm looking to play tonight in my lineups. Uh, again, uh, I got the night off tonight on XM, so you get cards and beer from 6 to 7. We're rolling out a ton of content for you this Tuesday. Premium shows, make sure you check those out uh, for you FanDuel subscribers and DraftKings subscribers. Those are behind the paywall exclusively for you, so check those out. And then we get Grinders Live rolling today at uh, 3.30, taking you up all the way until 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, if you got any feedback, you know where to find me. Dan at rotogrinders.com and at Dan underscore Bach on Twitter. Thanks for finding this podcast. If you leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, I'll be back again next week, same time, same place. Uh, appreciate you guys checking us out right here on the Rotogrinders. I say next week, I'll be back tomorrow here. Uh, and uh, we'll see you again here on the Fantasy Fix. Uh, have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will see you.
pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.